I really didn't think they were going to make another season because it just seems like we're all living in an extended episode of Black Mirror at this point. So it's just like, yeah. you know, do we really need this? It was the same thing that South Park ran up against where they're like, uh, do we really need to be parodying this? Like life is just a parody of itself at this point. But yeah. they're back with another season. And I've watched um, four of the six episodes, I believe, uh, starting oh, with the first episode, which is titled Joan is Awful, which is, I believe, Can the I ask- one... Yeah. How long has it been since the last season of Black Mirror? That is a really great question. Black Mirror season five. Because I feel like it's been gone for a while. 2019. 2019, Is that? Wow. Yeah. So four years about roughly since the last season. And it started in 2020 or it started in 2011. So this is like over Black Mirror has been going for over a decade now. That's, That's wild. Over a decade. And Netflix acquired them, I think, like two years into their run. So since, yeah. yeah. Um, So the first episode (laughs) is titled Joan is Awful, which I believe is the one that pops up for everyone. And it stars Annie Murphy, directed by Ali Panku, P-A-N-K-I-W, who was a writer on Schitt's Creek and Feel Good and a whole bunch of really great shows. And you can kind of feel it in this because it's a little bit of a lighter sort Mm -hmm. of kind of uh premise as light as black mirror can get exactly um and i don't want to shout out too many of the cameos because there's some really funny cameos in this but salma hayek is also in this um hamish patel is is in this as well and the the premise is essentially joan played by annie murphy is going about her day um does some maybe unsavory things as as anyone might typically do on a day that they're not necessarily feeling like they're being watched. You're just kind of going about your day. Uh, she comes home, her and her fiance flip on the TV, and they notice that there's this new show called Jonah's Awful. And they flip, they start it, and it's essentially a play-by-play of her entire day, <laughs> portrayed by Salma Hayek, <laughs> all the way up until when, like, basically they're watching the show. Uh, hmm. Which is classic Black Mirror. Like, what's going on sure. here? Is this some kind of a, like a, a time loop or an alternate dimension? And I'm not going to tell you what is going on because that's part of the twist, but it's it's a pretty interesting episode. And these are all really long, too, like between an hour and like an hour and a half. Like, there's another episode I'm going to talk about that's a little bit longer. But this gave me the exact feeling that I wanted a 2023 episode of Black Mirror to give me, which is not Mm. full on dread because that's what it used to be. It's like, oh, it just makes you feel like shit. Yeah. This doesn't really like by the end, there's not necessarily a happy ending, but you're, it's doesn't leave you feeling like that. Um, and it feels like kind of an evolution of Black Mirror to the point where I don't know that this show needs to exist anymore. Cause it's like, Hmm we've kind of come full circle to the point where I can see what's happening in this literally happening tomorrow. Like it's not questionable to me anymore. It's like, sure. This would happen with everything that's going on. Um, yeah, it's not hard to get there. No, not hard at all. Um, but I will say it's worth watching. It is really funny. Annie Murphy is really underrated. I think she's underutilized as well. And in this uh, episode, she's doing a little bit more than just her comedic stuff. There's some depth there, which I liked. Mm. Um, but honestly, like, I don't know. It's like 90, not even 90 minutes. It's probably like, probably like, I don't know, 65 minutes or something like that. It's a pretty good primer. And it 
it doesn't really make you feel terrible. So that's why I'm going to recommend it. It's, you know, All right. it's something a little bit different from the typical Black Mirror. Um, and it's a good one to start the season off with. So, yeah. Jonah's nice. awful. I would recommend it. Yeah. It's interesting. Are there other ones you would recommend? Do you want to just like roll into your second one since they're... I can roll into my second one. I don't know that I would recommend this one because this is long. This is like 80 minutes. Um, it's uh, called Beyond the Sea. Uh, mm-hmm. starring Josh Hartnett, Aaron Paul. You might have seen like the the snippets of that. Kate Mara mm-hmm. is in it. Rory Culkin is in it as well. It's a really amazing cast. Um, and this is like typical Black Mirror. Two astronauts are on a space station on this kind of extended multi-year uh, expedition. And what the human race has kind of created to deal with that is these clones or avatars of people that are on Earth that you can basically like go strap into the matrix on the ship and like be transported into the body of this avatar, which is an interesting concept and another like, I can see this happening like tomorrow type of thing. Um, And of course, like things go awry and Josh Hartnett, like horrible things happen to like basically home invaders intrude on his residence Mm -hmm. and horrible things happen to him and his family and he's stuck up on the space station and (laughs) it's like this breakdown of like what do you do what do you do in a situation like that of like this highly traumatic yeah and just having to deal with that and being alone too because essentially like when they go to sleep they just go back to earth so that they can go spend time with their, their families. And they only Mm -hmm. go back up to the station to check in and like log stuff. And, um, it is, it is real. Like the last five minutes is classic. It's just like, Oh, F this, like, Oh my God, (laughs) I can't believe I'm watching this type of thing. Like it makes you feel truly terrible. Um, so I don't think it's so weird. I don't, all of these episodes are like two and a half, three stars out of five. Like there's none of them mm. that I'm like, oh my God, we have another one of these on our hands. Um, but has I don't know. The, <laughs> has the whole season dropped or is there, are there like ones coming out still? No, it's the whole season. I think it's like eight episodes. Um, and the rest of them, there's stuff to like, but none of them stand out to me. Like San Junipero, of season like two or three, like is just a five star movie really. And nothing since then has really, you know, rose to that level. And this is another one that I'm like, I get it. But I also, I'm like, I don't think this is necessary. Like, I don't think any of these are like, Oh, I'm dying to see more of this. Is Um, the brand really pulling that many people in still? Yeah, exactly. Just for like kind of, eh, so, so, um, and this is kind of like violent and like traumatic for just the sake of being violent and like black mirror. And I don't know. It's, it's very odd. I don't know that I would recommend this episode to too many people. Um, Aaron Paul is really good in it. Uh, the acting is always really good, but I don't know, man, the stories, it's just yeah. like, I don't need this in my life really right now. It's like so. almost boxed in, boxed into its like style. In it's that, style. Like, it can't tell. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, and I think that Char- uh, Charlie Booker, I think is the, the creator. I'm like, I think he had the right idea of being like, I don't know that society really needs this anymore. It's fun <laughs> yeah. to watch, but uh, I don't know. So, yeah, you know, not a total loss, but I don't know, man. I, this season, I'm just like, if there is another season, I don't know that I'll watch it, to be honest, mm. which is weird because I loved yeah. this show for a long time. But um, so, yeah, Beyond the Sea, eh, you know, the three stars, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. weird. 
Um, I will throw something out there that I watched that like, I don't know that we've ever extensively talked about on this show, mm-hmm. but I rewatched Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of all about this franchise. Yeah, dude. It's like, I mean, it's campy, but like it's Godzilla, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it's allowed to be and like, it looks really good and I'm like the fights in it are really good. And I'm just kind of like, I'm I like part of me because it's like, here's like a massive franchise that they've built off of like this monster universe. And like, you know, right. they talk about Kong throughout the whole they, It's like little references all over to like, Oh, skull Island, this Kong that. And you're like, okay. And then we get the, you know, in the next one. Um, right, right. But I will be here for this franchise like yeah, as man. long as they're making them, man, like just keep them coming. And like, yeah. God knows the Godzilla, um, <laughs> like playbook is deep. Oh yeah. You know, and lots to, uh, lots to, to unpack. Definitely. But I'm also like, you know, I think there was talk of like getting the Pacific Rim, uh, like franchise into part of this. I mean, it makes sense. And I'm like, if they just, if they just went full on, just like really any kaiju kind of character, like could just be in this universe, like rock and roll, man, you know, um, keep it going. Keep, yeah. Keep building it. Yeah. So I, I rewatched Godzilla game of the monsters. I feel like I'm going to rewatch, uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, you know, in the next couple of days or so, just cause I'm like, have the momentum, but, uh, totally. I, I was super cynical when the first Godzilla came out, the one with uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Taylor Johnson and like yeah. uh, Elizabeth Olsen. And I was like, oh man, like we're never seeing Godzilla. Like this is like, it doesn't really feel like a Godzilla movie, but like, right. You know, it's, um, it's not bad. It's not. It's, it's in line, man. I, I dig it. It totally is. And I feel like they know what they're, what they want these to be like. And like, I kind of had yeah. a weird reaction to Godzilla versus Kong but then, like, thinking back on it, I'm like, how else could you have done this? Like, it's ridiculous, yeah. but they kind of make it work. And especially even with Kong Skull Island, like, it's not a great movie, but it's, like, really fun to watch, you know? Yeah. Like, you and, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing. I'm like, and I don't know how much baggage are bringing into it, but, like, you never go to a Godzilla movie, like, wanting, like, top tier cinema, you know? Right. right. Um, although well, you, you get it when you watch Shinja Godzilla, but. True. Um, you know, uh, but like, man, I don't know. You know what you're getting going in and that's what it gives you. Um, totally. Like, it has a reoccurring recognizable cast, you know? Um, yeah. It has all the campy one-liners you want, you know? I know. Fucking, what's his name from Game of Thrones being like, long live the king when talking about, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's crazy. It is crazy. I need a. What, what did you watch this on? Is it on Max? It's all on Max. Yeah, they have their whole little tab of oh, the yeah. Godzilla, you know. Um, and it's it's like yeah, they're all there. Godzilla, Skull Island. Um, actually, let me bring it up. Make sure I'm. Yeah, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Kong. Oh wait, let's see. Yeah, it's Godzilla. Here, Godzilla collection. It's Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Godzilla versus Kong. It doesn't look like Skull Islands on here. Um, Interesting. But it's also oh, great because weird. they have a lot of the older ones too, you know. Right. Like Godzilla, King of the Monsters from 1956. Yeah, I saw you that. Know. Yeah. Amazing. Wait, Skull Island. 
I put this in the same category as like the Planet of the Apes remakes. Mm -hmm. That like I feel like they get a lot of shit for being Planet of the Apes remakes, but like but they're they're fun. They're like yeah, you know, like they're solid every time. Totally. Yeah, apes together strong. I don't. Sure, (laughs) absolutely. Well, and they're just I don't know. They're made with a like a very clear purpose and I'm like that's what it is and I, yeah. I actually like the Planet of the Apes movies I think Matt Reeves did a really good job on those movies yeah. like they're very engaging and incredibly well made like the the CG in those movies is like no one talks about them anymore but I'm like yeah. they're really freaking good movies you yeah know? well and um, you know the whole like the CG in Godzilla King of the Monsters like yeah. is five years old now yeah Um, but like not that stuff deteriorates that fast in, in five years but like Right. There's there's CG in this that like could rival uh some of the top tier stuff that's coming out now for sure, you know. Easily. I mean Godzilla is incredible. Kong is incredible in in yeah. Godzilla versus Kong, but like, you know, there's a few times where you see like Rodan like fly and you're like, "Okay, right. like CG, right. you know, spinning and taking out fighter jets, but Right. But man, this I dig this movie. I do too, and I I don't think I've revisited it since it came out, but I remember being enthused by it when I saw it and being like, Oh, yeah. this is the exact kind of movie you should be watching in a movie theater. Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, Bradley Whitford is in it and yeah. it's just absolutely like peak Bradley Whitford. <laughs> yes. Um, playing the, playing like the guy that, um, what's his character's name in Billy Madison. Oh God! Um, like it's that that trajectory of humor that he's doing in this, um, right? <laughs> Eric Gordon, yeah, but. and it totally works too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, well that's great. Anyway, I uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to re I'm gonna have to revisit all three of or four of those movies to be quite yeah. honest, just to see where it's they land because there's another Godzilla, one coming. Skull Island, I think, is supposed to be first. That makes sense. And then, and then it's the Godzilla, Godzilla, and then it's uh, King of the Monsters, and then it's Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, yeah. And there should be another Godzilla versus Kong movie coming next yeah. year, maybe. Um, which is fun. I don't know. Again, keep Godzilla keep versus these. Kong: The watching. New Empire. Sure. There you go. Still directed by uh, Wingard. There. Uh yeah, Adam Wingard. Cool. I like it. Hell yeah. What else do I have to talk about here? Oh, you know what? Watched a movie that I didn't really pay any mind to, but I thought it looked fun. Uh, have you heard of the movie Polite Society? I have, um, but I don't know why, and I don't know what I've heard. So <laughs> I didn't know. I hadn't heard anything about it, realistically. I think it hit theaters and was in at least my local theater for not very long because it's very small. Um but basically, it is a movie about a British Pakistani, well, really family, but it's about this teenager um, named Rhea who is an aspiring stunt woman. And it's like this mm-hmm. kind of semi martial arts action film, but more of like a, I don't even know how to put it, almost like a heist movie where she is trying to stop her sister from marrying into this family, mm. which she knows secrets about that other people don't know about and it's a little bit ridiculous it's a little goofy and hokey but what i found so endearing about this movie was just the amount of heart that was clearly put into making this because it's kind of a singular Mm. 
thing. I couldn't really put it into a category or a genre. Like, it's a little bit comedy. I mean, it's a lot of it comedy. It's really funny. There is martial arts elements to it that you know, range from like straight up fighting to like wire work, Kung Fu. Like it's really, Mm. it's a really interesting mixture and not all of it works, but what does work is so engaging and so entertaining that I was like, oh man, I I do wish I had seen this in a theater because it's also kind of a coming of age film and it's like all of the, the, the marks that I like to see in a film like this. Um, and this is the feature debut of Nita Manzur, who is a filmmaker who did a bunch of shorts before this. But I was like, man, this is a really good debut feature for someone who hasn't done something on this scale before. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just appreciated the, the also the action sequences weren't like totally realistic, but it seemed mm-hmm. like they were just having fun with the material and going like, okay, what can we do to make this just as fun as we can? Almost like in yeah. an RRR way where you're not looking for realism. You're just looking to tell a good story. Um, yeah. And I really, really appreciated that. So I would check out polite society. It's on Peacock right now for free. So like, that's why I watched it. I was like, Oh, don't have to rent it. Um, really good costume design as well. It's just like really, it's, it's just, it's a really cool movie. Um, so nice. yeah, polite society. I would recommend checking it out. Um, I revisited something and I'm saying revisited, but I was watching this and I'm like, I have 100% seen this before because there are parts that I'm just like, yep, I remember that. Yep. I remember Mm. that. Um, But I hadn't seen this in so long that I like didn't, I had no concept of how it like flowed together. I, I didn't, I didn't really remember it that much. I kept Mm -hmm. having things like, Oh, look at that. You know, Um, but I rewatched young Frankenstein. Oh my God. (laughs) The Mel book, the Mel Brooks classic. Oh Um, my God. It's been forever, which has been so long. Um, but man, like this movie, like Mel Brooks is so interesting. It's like, yeah. It's funny because I don't know about you, but like Mel Brooks, I think of uh, Spaceballs. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like my go-to. I think I've seen that more than anything else. And it was like my first kind of access to to Mel Brooks. That and the producers, but like- Blazing um, Saddles too. Blazing Saddles too. Yeah, yeah. But like Young Frankenstein, I, I feel like is his most celebrated. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're probably in a, in a good vein of like, if you were to say what- Mel Brooks movies have you seen you know right. people would say other ones first but if you were like what's his best I think Young Frankenstein takes it like it's just there's so much on this that like is subtle comedy is like I like parody you know what I mean like parody of this yes. monster genre um, yes but like also still like just great filmmaking and great presence and yeah I don't know and um yes and Gene Wilder, man, man, do I miss Gene Wilder? Me like, too, man. So good. Um, and it, like, it's one of those I'd forgotten, and this is why I kind of say it, but I had forgotten it was Peter Boyle who was the monster. I'd forgotten yeah. it was Cloris Leachman. I'd forgotten Cloris Leachman's character one hundred percent. Um, and I was just like, wow, like just rolling through it, and like, I don't know, man, like <laughs> Kenneth Mars as like the, um, I guess police officer. With the, yeah, yeah. with the arm that he <laughs> yeah. just moves in play, like so incredible gags that are just played so seriously that just like you can't help but be like, this is fucking hilarious. Right. It's top. Um, le- it's like literally top tier. Um, yeah. 
Oh, I forgot uh, all about this movie, honestly. I Yeah, it's it's on um where did I watch it? Looks like it's on I was Max. Like, I, that sounds right. Yeah, let me double check here. I was like just browsing through and I saw it and I was like, I could absolutely watch Young Frankenstein right now. <laughs> I could watch Young Frankenstein. I need to throw that. Yeah, it was on Max. Um Gotcha, gotcha. But then that kind of put me on a roll mm-hmm. because the next morning uh, Saturday morning, 7 a.m., I watched Mel Brooks's High Anxiety. Oh, shit. Um, which I think is like a lesser. I had like a Mel Brooks thing, and I was like, gonna keep, I, I might keep watching, but. Um, yeah. But man, high, high Anxiety is like, there's so much to unpack to it, in that, like, it is an homage to um, Alfred Hitchcock. There's sure. so many like things. In it. Have you seen high, high anxiety? I'm looking at it now. I don't think that I have. I think it's I a know pretty, of it. I, it's a lesser known one for sure. Um, yeah. But I mean, Mel Brooks plays a uh, psychiatric doctor who goes and takes over um, as like the lead psychiatrist or whatever at this mental institution um, mm-hmm. where there's like, you know, more going on than, uh, one would would think sure but it's one of those it's like it is such a hitchcock movie like you know it's definitely it's parroting hitchcock movies i mean there's like a part where he gets chased through a park by birds you know high anxiety (laughs) in of itself is like a play off of vertigo totally you know what i mean and there's so much more to unpack i'm i like i know a fair amount about Alfred Hitchcock, but by no means exhaustive. And I would bet if I were to keep watching more Alfred Hitchcock movies, more would like reveal itself in high anxiety. hundred percent. Yeah. But like, just it's like hilarious stuff, man. You know, like it's just his timing and like, he's, he's actually in this. He plays, I think I said that he plays, uh, Dr. Richard H. Thorndike. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 Who who the H stands for Harpo. Um, but like, (laughs) sure. There's a whole scene about it's so it's just so insane. There's a whole scene about his middle name because his mother like liked the Marx Brothers. Um, sure. There's like a whole there's a musical number where he sings a song called High Anxiety. It's so it's so weird. And it's just I don't know. It's it's hilarious. Um, I would say like not his top, you know, like Young Frankenstein yeah. is definitely better. Sure. Spaceballs is definitely better. But like. The thing I read this review on on Letterboxd, and I think it really rings true, is like this has more business being like an actual entry into the genre that it's parodying. Sure. Yeah. Than it does like being a parody of it. Like, cause it's like right. it's legit. There's like scary moments and it's like there's uh like tension and all this kind of stuff because Mel Brooks is like a really good filmmaker as well. Right. But then it gets away from him. Or not that it gets away from him. Then it like just shifts and it turns into this like comic relief thing, you know? Sure. Yeah. 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 And I think that's like, goes for a lot of his films. It's like even Spaceballs, as like ridiculous as it is, it's like, it's just, it is just also a good movie. Like when you strip it down and like get rid of the jokes, it's like, it is, I mean, yeah, it's basically star Wars meets like star Trek, but it's like, it is actually like, he is a good filmmaker and same with young Frankenstein. It's like he, you can't really parody these unless you are, 
know them really well and can yeah. play off of what makes them great. And I've never seen high anxiety, but I definitely need to see it now because, well, um, and it's interesting because you stills. look at it. <laughs> yeah. You look at it as a whole and like, that's his jam. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like parodying these genres. Like blazing saddles is a parody of a Western young Frankenstein yes. is a parody of like a monster flick. Silent movie is pretty, you know, history of the world, space balls, Robin hood, men in tights. Like it's all. Yeah it all comes off the same kind of thing. And it's like, he, that's just his, he's so good at it. I am sad. So I was good. I, I was going to watch silent movie. I was going to do mm-hmm. the, the triple feature and watch silent movie, but silent yeah. movie is not available anywhere. Except not to even buy on, to... you can buy it on DVD on Amazon. What on? I wonder that's why it. that is. I don't know. That's really weird. Hmm. You'd think someone well, that... would just pick up like, the, the whole, whole collection? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just let's have all of Mel Brooks's. Wow. Unless there's well, unless I'm, there's like some obscure uh streaming service that has it, but I, there's nothing that I saw. Yeah, yeah. That is very odd. And the fact that you can't even rent it is even kind of stranger to me. Um yeah. damn. Well, I'm gonna have to do a, a Mel Brooks marathon there at some point and you know, it's hopefully at that it. point. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. What a what a legend! What a legend! Yeah. God. I will say also, I, I think we may have talked about it, but History of the World Part Two, the Hulu yeah. series, and absolutely incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you guys were f- like finishing it on your birthday. I think. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, an absolute an absolute legend. 